0: The capture and onward sale of Christian women in the slave markets of Al-Andalus is well enough documented to suggest that there was a considerable demand for such human merchandise. Attractive slave girls could command high prices at market, particularly those who were accomplished singers. In the vast majority of cases, such women had been taken into captivity in the aftermath of one of the many military expeditions that were launched from Al-Andalus against the Christian states of the north. Whether the Christian rulers ever surrendered women to the Umayyads in payment of tribute in accordance with the terms of a peace treaty, as Christian tradition would later claim, is unknown, but it is not entirely inconceivable. After all, the payment of tribute in the form of slaves is recorded from other regions bordering the Islamic world. In other cases, the slave traffickers might have been Jews or even Christians. Thus, one source refers to the sale of a number of Christian women by Jewish merchants in 9th century Merida. In many cases, prisoners would have been taken in relatively small numbers, as Muslim raiding parties rampaged far and wide across Christian lands in search of easy pickings. In others, the numbers involved were clearly more substantial. When Barcelona was sacked by Al-Mansur in 985, it was reported that all of those Christians who had taken refuge in the city at the command of Count Borrell II, for the purpose of guarding it and defending it, were either killed or taken prisoner. We can get a clearer idea of how the division of such human plunder was carried out from Ibn Idhari al-Marakushi's relatively detailed account of the winter campaign waged by Abd al-Malik al-Muzaffar in late 1007, when he besieged the castle of San Martin. We are told that when, after several days of fierce fighting, the exhausted Christian defenders finally surrendered, they filed out of the castle, placing themselves and their property under the hajib's authority. Once all had done so. Al-Muzaffar commanded that the Christians be separated into two groups, on one side the warriors and other men, on the other the women and children. The hajib then approached the prisoners on horseback, accompanied by his retinue, and was greeted by great cheers and shouts of praise from his troops. On Al-Muzaffar's command, the Christian men were then put to the sword. The women and children were shared out among the various volunteers and other troops who had taken part in the campaign, as was the custom. Doubtless, some prisoners were also carried back to Córdoba with the army. A charter of Bermudo II of León reports that after the Muslim attack on Simancas in 983, those Christians who had not been executed outright were led off to Córdoba in chains. For those of high social status, there was always the hope that they might be ransomed, but for the majority of Christian captives, there was the prospect of a lifetime of servitude, either in Al-Andalus or in other regions of the Islamic world. Ibn Haqqal, writing in the 970s, listed male and female slaves among the most important exports of al-Andalus. Of course, this was not a one-way street. Muslims, too, were regularly enslaved in the course of Christian cross-border raids. The 10th century marked the apogee of the cross-border slave trade as the Umayyad Caliphate and the Hajibs who wielded power on its behalf exerted ever greater military pressure on the Christian states of the north. According to the North African historian, Abd al-Wahid al-Marakushi, born in 1185, the 50 or so campaigns waged by al-Mansur from the 980s down to his death in 1002 produced such a glut of Christian slave women in the markets of Cordoba that prices collapsed, and the number of men deciding to take a free Muslim wife, as opposed to a slave concubine, slumped dramatically. The beautiful daughter of one Christian notable was said to have fetched only 20 dinars, for its part, the anonymous 14th century Bilad al-Andalus, which preserves a catalogue of Al-Mansur's numerous military campaigns, places particular emphasis on the large numbers of women and children captured by the Hajib. He claims, for example, that when Barcelona was sacked in 985, some 70,000 women and children were taken into captivity. At Zamora in 981, the figure given is 40,000 women. At Pamplona in 999, 18,000. These figures are doubtless so much hyperbole, but the chronicler's repeated emphasis on the numbers of prisoners taken demonstrates that the capture of Christian slaves, and in particular females and their offspring, was regarded as a specially significant and praiseworthy act. This impression is reinforced by the fact that when Abd al-Malik al-Muzaffar returned from a largely fruitless campaign to Sobrarbe and Ribagorza in 1006, He was widely criticized in Córdoba for not having brought back young captives as his father had regularly done, supposedly prompting the sardonic comment from one slave trader that the slave importer is dead.